Zone on Salford City Radio. Let's talk Salford Red Devils. We're joined by Paul King, the director of Salford Red Devils, celebrating Salford Red Devils' appearance at the grand final this week. Paul, super excited. Massively excited. A little bit tired. I've got about three hours sleep in about four days, but yeah, I'm getting there, mate. Yeah, obviously, you know, this is a moment all those fans have looked forward to. What's the atmosphere behind the scenes like? Uh, quiet concentration, to be fair. Very, very controlled, very, very calm about it. Got a very confident group. Um, yeah, and what and believe you're on top of things, mate. Yeah, yeah, we'll be good. Yeah, obviously we're playing St. Helens. It's a you know big game. St. Helens are a big side. You know, there's no fear though from us, is there? No, no. Why would you? We just went to Wigan and won reasonably comfortably, mate. No, no, we're not not afraid of anybody. Not with this unit, mate. No chance. No, obviously Paul Whiteside as well. You know, like me, a Salford Red Devils fan. You know, we're super excited about Saturday, aren't we? We certainly are, mate. And, and like Paul says there, I don't think we are frightening anybody. I, I spoke to Watto after the game on, on Friday night at Wigan and he, he, he wasn't laughing and joking. He had a steely sort of determination in his eyes and he didn't want to go there and make the numbers up at Old Trafford. He's got, he knows there's a job to do and uh, you know, I'm, I'm quite confident we're going to go there and we're going to be really, really tough to beat. Yeah, Paul King, obviously the journey the club has been on in the last few years is incredible. You know, Could you ever imagine that we'd be walking out Old Trafford on Saturday? No, extreme man, isn't it? You you, you want to believe it? We, I mean, me and uh, me and Andy Rosler, we we had a, oh, it must be twelve months ago now. We had this quirky little thing about five miles to Old Trafford, planned together, one mile a year, all that kind of stuff. So we ceremonially shredded it about two days ago. <laughs> it's just, it's, but it is it's, it's about passion, it's about um, drive and enthusiasm, and, and that's getting us over. That's getting us. Proper Salford grit, this is, mate. It's what it is, I suppose, like us fans, Paul. You know, we're starting to believe in, you know, on the terrace as well, and that's an important thing. We can go to Old Trafford, we can win. We certainly can, Robert. I think we've built momentum as the season's gone on, particularly since the, the Magic Weekend, we had a bit of a dip, and then we've been on this this big run, and it, things have got have, have grown grown bit bigger and, and better, haven't we? Some of the wins we've had, especially on the road and away from home, it's been tremendous, and, and like Paul says there, it's... Um, it is hard to believe that, that we're there, but I think we fully deserve to be there, Rob. I don't think it's, it's any fluke. I think we've been we've been really solid. And the two wins we've had in the playoffs against Cass and Wigan, I mean, the defence has been tremendous. I think four tries conceded in three matches. That's uh, that's grand final football. Though. Yeah, the people of Salford, uh, Paul King, have really embraced uh, the grand final. How many tickets have we sold so far? Uh, we think we've gone through 12,000 by now. So we... we... As soon as the final hooter went against uh, Wigan on Friday, um, people started jumping on from M post goals onto the Super League uh, website yeah. and hoovering up tickets. That's evidentially sold. We had about four and a half thousand there before we put them on sale at eight o'clock Sunday morning. Yeah, eight o'clock Sunday morning they were queuing up almost to the Barley Farm pub. So we, we've shifted through over seven thousand on site at the stadium since uh, since Sunday morning, which is an outrageous amount of, out of tickets, and it? it's unbelievable, really. Yeah, it is, but there's more. Let's keep going, guys. Keep going. We want that place absolutely buzzing by the time the guys walk out the tunnel on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I suppose us fans, uh, Paul, we, we've we've dreamed about you know walking out of Old Trafford and now it's our moment, isn't it? It certainly is, Robert. I was looking at the uh, the attendance for last year. I think it was sixty six thousand there last year for Wigan against Warrington. I've got a feeling we're going to smash that this this year. You know, everyone seems to be getting behind us, and it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. You know, against St. Helens as well. They've been the best side in the competition. It's a mouth watering prospect for, for for Saturday night. Yeah, obviously, let's talk about how we got there. Uh, we beat Wigan Warriors away, uh, Paul King. You know, what a result that was. With behind the scenes, were you thinking that we'd get a result? Yeah, we weren't confident. We were confident. I mean, I'm, I'm, um, 
with my director's head on, you know, we were confident and, and commercially it's great for us and all that kind of stuff with, with a geek fan, if I'm being honest. I remember being there um, 70 nil down when Pinkney went over in the corner yeah, in the last minute. Remember that. Made it 76, uh, 70 points to six, and we started congering on the terrace. There was about 400 of us. But <laughs> I remember that very clearly, those those fairly dark days, um, when we were a bit of a laughing stock of a team, to be fair. Um, but no, we, we, we are, um, yeah, it's fantastic, mate. It's, and, and went into that game genuinely believing we could walk away with a victory. Which, which is a, t- a trend- tremendous thing. Like yourself, you're leading the club, you have that enthusiasm, you have that drive, and it's rubbing off on everybody. Uh, you've got to be passionate about it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Salfordian. Uh, I believe in the club. I believe in the people of Salford. I believe primarily in Watto and Bleasy uh, and, and, and their um, their talent identification, the way that they're doing it, the the, the kind of characters that they're looking for. Um, they may not be the best players, and they'll, they'll say that. You've heard Jacko say that as well. But as a unit... Um, we're taking some stopping, aren't we? Yeah, it was so we talk about exposure. Like you say, all these tickets, we're on the telly. You know, we've got big signs all around the city. You know, it, it's all about getting Salford Devils out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's about, it's about brand awareness. That's what it is. Um, look, make no bones about it. From, from, from the commercial perspective, um, we if, if we're not uh, selling more and greater sponsorships, more and greater levels of hospitality, and if we can't shift season tickets from 2,000 up to 3,000 on the back of this for next season... We've kind of failed, really. We've missed a massive opportunity. It's really important that we don't miss that opportunity. Does winning the grand final or getting to the grand final is that kind of fast forward our development in, well, in what you planned? As long as we capitalise on it, there's a couple of. To be fair, there's a couple of areas where we we, we kind of uh, stumbled a little bit. Hmm. To be honest, we, we just didn't have enough hands on deck to cope with demand initially. Right, um, and it's other little thing, you know that the. the um, just getting things in place, ready for a cup, uh, for, for, for a grand final. So, we've, um, to be fair, people like Ian Landing and at Wigan have been, have been pretty helpful um, in, in terms of, of advice and on, on what to do and what to look for, that kind of thing. It's been difficult. The demands from the media have been utterly overwhelming. Um, newspapers, written... Considering we couldn't sell uh, a, a news item to, to a media outlet hmm. up to about a month ago, everybody wants us now. They'll be interviewing the cleaning lady next I was week. thinking that. Do, does it, did the players get kind of harassed? On this last few days, about winning, and how much that, how much is what will protecting the players from that? Yeah, well, you, you know, I, I think we've got, we've got some. Med- there was a big media day at Old Trafford on Monday. Uh, we've had a, a fair bit today. I think we go again tomorrow. But I'm, I'm, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's, doors are shut from tomorrow. So if if you want to interview beyond Wednesday, it'll be Bleasy or it'll be me, cleaning lady, whatever <laughs> receptionist at the stadium. You won't get anywhere near a player from Thursday Friday because that's 100 percent focused there. We, no, they're off bounds, which is a good thing. Paul, obviously we need our players focused ready for the, the big game Saturday. Yeah, certainly. It's a huge game and as Paul said before, we've been told, haven't we, they're not the greatest players in the world but I think, you know, speaking to some of the guys on, on Friday night, players are are playing sort of the best rugby league of their careers, haven't they? They've all risen to, to the occasion and yeah, you don't want distractions now and I don't think what will change it this week. I think he'll leave everything the same. All the preparations will be the same. Nothing will be different. You don't want to over-egg the situation. It'll all be the same and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be ready. They'll be ready on Saturday night. Yeah, talking about uh, Friday, Paul, you spoke to Ian Watson after the win at Wigan and it's what he had to say. Right, Ian Watson joins me. I'm absolutely delighted. I bet you are as well. I know you'll yeah. be very professional. I just overheard you before watching. Said you were watching a video of the Wigan game this yeah. morning. But that, that, I think that sums you up as a person. Yeah, uh, the coach you are. You just want to make sure you the, the information's right for the players. The, the players just need to focus on rugby. It's, it's probably coaches who worry about all the all the little things and analysing stuff over and over again. But for us, it's just making sure that the plan's clear. How much have you had to put into this? Though? You and the players. I mean, 
mean, it's not not like a fluke. This it's something that's gone on for sort of 12, 18 months of hard work. You've rebuilt this side to see it all come to fruition tonight, and not just beat Wigan, but to absolutely, absolutely do a demolition job on them. Yeah. Must have been so proud. Massively proud of them. And like I say, we've got one more game to go now, and the ultimate kind of goal for us is obviously to win that against St Helens. Now um, we've done a great job here. We've learned from every single game that we've played against Wigan to come up here and then do that to them. I'd love to have got the nil, um, but you take the 28-4 in a in a grand final, um, semi-final. Um, but for us now, what we need to do is probably just relax this weekend, chill out, look forward to kind of Monday, get back to training, and then really attack St Helens. Now it was a whirlwind start to the game. Was that what you wanted? There, you kicked it. I think it's eight penalty goals. Sorry, eight goals out of eight there from Christian. Yeah. Was that the start you wanted there? Because you seem to catch Wigan on the front. On yeah. The we, we spoke about starting really stronger. They looked like they'd gone big up front. They, they looked like they'd gone big up front um, with obviously all Lachlan, Benny Flower and starting with young Partington um, so we knew we had to start really well but then our bench had to come on and have some real kind of energy and enthusiasm like because that's what young Smith is and burn people like that bring to Wigan as well so we, need, we knew we needed to win our individual battles tonight Defence as well for your players tonight was absolutely outstanding yeah. at times Did your players learn a lot of lessons from the game two weeks ago because they looked like it? 100% they did 100% um, that was probably one of the most telling ones in learning proper playoff football and mentality football and something we've discussed over the last few weeks um, we got into the playoffs um, a couple of years ago um, finished fourth and we only won, won one game in there but that was because our team was pretty broken at that point there was um, about like, 10 players missing from the team and the guys who were playing were only young I think our starting pack was Adam Wall and Olsen um, and they didn't have the, the know-how to manage a game in that kind of environment in a playoff football environment as well but this group of we've spoken about that for a fair number of weeks now and this group have nailed it looking at the team tonight it was as if you played playoff football for the last sort of 10 years you look like the, the champions tonight playing against a team that has just got into the playoffs you know the, the sort of um, the compactness of your side the, the way you were solid you didn't seem to be any nerves there we, we, me and Glee sat down at the beginning of the year and really assessed kind of our group um, as a whole and we've practiced stuff in pre-season that would lead into this and then even when we played Leeds a bit ago we spoke about playoff football mentality going into that game and we've used them games and the whole car game was perfect for us in kind of nipping and talking the drop goal in the last minute to come out the other side and it all just builds that belief that do the right things and you'll win games and we train a certain way to mirror being in playoff football How did you feel as sort of coach tonight when your side came out and saw the supporters in that north stand there and they were singing your name that must make me feel sort of 10 feet tall Yeah it's outstanding it lifts the players there's, there's little bits in the games where you'll look back and there was one where George Griffin turned out and George Williams got him on the inside shoulder and Adam Walker chased him across and actually tackled him made the tackle that's because of little things like the crowd getting behind them and the support the, the players well they don't well they weren't really had to not let each other down they wouldn't have wanted to let the crowd down there as well tonight so that was outstanding support Do you think it was the intense level that you played at that forced so many mistakes yep. from Wigan I mean they passed the ball out into such a good side they kicked out on the full yep. you were just like really doggy tonight weren't you you just wouldn't let them settle at all 
in the game. Yeah. You know, I thought it was, it was outstanding, like I said. We learned massively after playing them the other week here, what it truly takes. There were, there was things in that game that people like O'Loughlin did and um, some of them Tommy Lulai did in that game where they kind of mirrored little bits of playoff football and showing you what you should have done in certain times of the game. And um, we, we reviewed them and we shown them to the players and then the players obviously bought into it and they did it against Castleford. Had a little blip. Um, at some point in the Castle game but tonight we were bang on it mate How will preparations be this week does everything stay the same now is it just another game for you yeah stay exactly the same um, the players just need to to know their role know what they need to do and just go about business as usual when you start trying to change things up and make it bigger than what it, what it is which it, it's going to be big anyway we don't need to kind of over egg this one it just needs to be a level level kind of playing field level-headed with it and just um, like I say attack it how we have done tonight how does Ian Watson spend this Saturday then do you watch videos of St Helens tomorrow <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're having a nice relaxing yeah, day watching this game back potentially um, maybe move straight on to Saint with it being such a such a big game but there were bits out of here that we can pick out of this game that we can put in towards the Saints one as well so it'll be to do the right thing as we've normally done which is to review this one and then to move forward on to St Helens I think it's refreshing to hear you're going to this grand final to win you know a lot of people in the media might be thinking oh great so often they've got to a final but to get to the final is nothing you want to go and win it yeah yeah it? Saints will probably look at us and say oh their final was today um, they just made up with being there that's the message will be pretty clear on Monday when we speak as a group that we're not just here to make the numbers up for me as a sport it's still not quite sunk in yet I think yeah. it might do over the weekend but thanks very much for speaking to me tonight Ian. hopefully I'll get the chance to speak to a winning grand final coach next week thanks very much mate Welcome back to the Sports Zone. We've got the director of Salford Red Devils, Paul King, in the studio with us. And I just want to ask you, Paul, before we get back into it, for those of the listeners who aren't as well-versed in rugby league as you and um, Paul and Rob may be, for those who have not been following rugby league their entire lives, can you just explain the scope of this game and what it really means to Salford? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, the analogy I would use for, for, that's probably more for us whoever is, is Leicester City, but it is Leicester City times 100. Uh, it is that big and almost that ridiculous. Uh, as I think I said off air, um, um, if Sylvester Stallone had written this one, people would laugh him out of town as a really, really bad script. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. But it is, it's, it's, we've achieved magnificent things. Um, in terms of cap space, we are miles behind the competition. In terms of affordability, we don't have the money. Um, so this is just about, um, I think somewhat a, a, a pundit said it was a disparate group of, of championship type players clubbed together, which is a lower, lower level players club together but they are a group they're a group they're a proper team they've been coached really really well uh, and they're having a dig they're really, they're really showing people what it's all about but it's, it's, it's that analogy it's, it's a small club um, commercially for us uh, the additional revenues from you know merchandise season ticket sales sponsorships um, immeasurable if we bring home the W on Saturday I mean it's certainly a fantastic achievement um, an unthinkable achievement and I've noticed since you've been here you're incredibly confident off air just then you said when we win, not if we win, you are so confident. What does it mean for the future of Salford? How will the club progress and how could the future of the club change drastically with a win um, in this final? Well, yeah, it's, it's about making sure that the legacy of this lives on. So it's about uh, reaching out into the community, making sure that the kids are in, involved in it on the back end of it. Uh, it's about our foundation who already go out and, and, and do a lot of outreach work into schools, coaching kids, getting them coming through. But it gives us something to hang on to. You know? It's not just Salford Red Devils coming in doing a coaching session. It's the Super League champions are coming in doing a coaching session. And that, wow, 
You know what I mean? This is the thing that, that, that dreams are made of. As a kid, back in 73, I used to jump the wall at the Willows, try to get uh, Paul Charlton's sock ties at the end of the game. He was a very famous player for those that don't know it, try to grab his sock ties. I always get out muscle by the bigger kids, but that's not the point. <laughs> so, but but that's, that got me into it. A couple of games of watching this heroic, iconic team in, 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 in like 72, 73, 74. Um, and you're hooked. You're absolutely hooked, and that's what we need to do. And that's your legacy moment on the back of winning. I don't know anything about all these years of rubbish and, and, and apathy. Mm. Why don't we just win eight games on the trot and get to a grand final before, Ron? Why do we never <laughs> think of that? Like? I, I don't know. We, we, it, was it was on the list, game, mate. <laughs> it was on the list, but it just towards the bottom, maybe. Do, do, do you think, obviously, we win on Saturday, when we win Saturday, do do the team become immortalised like the, the greats of the 73, 74, 75, 76 team? Can you put them in the same yeah, bracket? Do, of course to do, mate. Yeah, I, I, I think... Um, I mean, I mean, the first thing is, is I, know, I know we're making a big deal about me saying when we win. Oh, we are. I've been out all week, mate. <laughs> but, but, but it's true. I, I mean, ultimately, yeah. um, that's where we are. We're not turning up for a party. Hmm. You know, the, we hope the fans have a great time. We really do. Um, but the, the, the club's focused. We're going for the win, mate. We're not just turning up to be also run. So it's we win. When we win. That's, that's, the, that's the, the culture. That's the structure of it. When we win. Uh, anything else is... Uh, you kind of just wasted your time a little bit, really, to be honest. Didn't you? So you got to go for the win. You can't just turn up and, and have a good time. Uh, so I think that's uh, it's worth getting that point across, really. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic uh, sort of evening at Old Trafford. All the fans are super excited about it. Um, Paul, you know, as a fan of, of many, many years, you know, tell us what how it feels uh, about going to Old Trafford. It feels strange, Rob. I didn't think we'd be going to Old Trafford this season. If you'd have asked me at the start of the season, it, I don't really know how to. How to function this week? It's a strange week. I don't. We don't get this, do we? I mean, Wigan Settlement supporters might be used to these big games and used to feeling like this. It's taking me a bit of time to adjust, but it's a nice feeling. It's, it's a great feeling, and uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to really cherish this 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 visit to Old Trafford. And you know, there's a lot of people who are going to the game who've watched us for a long time, and they've seen a lot of mediocre rugby and been spent a lot of money and things like. That. And I think this 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 game's for them. And um, you know, like Paul says, we're not going there to make the numbers; up. we're going there to win. And um, you know, I think we're, I think we're going to do the business. Yeah. Other big news of the week, uh, Paul King, the Jackson Hastings uh, wins Man of Steel. Uh, been a fantastic uh, player for us in the last sort of eighteen months, uh, and fully deserves that. Yeah, great guy on and off the field. I think, as, as most people know, got a, a very big social media presence, but he does use it very, very well uh, for the benefit of the club uh, and the local community. He's big into the community thing. He's Jackson. Uh, he's been an absolute blessing for us. He's a lovely kid. Um, and again. He, you know, ten years down the line, people will talk about Jackson Hastings in the same way as they talk about Gus Risman, David Watkins, Stephen Ash. Absolutely guaranteed. Mate. This this club is on a journey. Obviously, uh, Jackson Hastings is off to Wigan, uh, but our journey continues without without Jackson Hastings in in, in reality. Yeah, it's, it's 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 about the it's about the sum of the parts, isn't it? It's not about individuals, mate. And Jack will be the first to tell you that as well. Um, we have an exceptional coach, um, and and that's what we we rely on. He, he looks at the detail. He looks at how quick people can play the ball so we can get fast play the balls and catch people offside. So he's not might, might not sign the best player, but he'll sign a guy with the quickest play the ball. He looks at hip positions, eye positions, and lots of other stuff that I have no, <laughs> no understanding of whatsoever. Fairly tedious, I have to say, but he's a real detail guy. So you, you got to have a bit of belief and a bit of faith in him, in Watso and Bleasy, to be fair. Uh, it's tough. You can't replace Jacko on a like-for-like basis. So you just change things. You change things around it. And they will. Yeah, we, we talk about Ian Watson. He missed out on the coach of the year. Is that, did that surprise you? Um, no, I've got to be honest. No, it didn't. You've you got to be fair. St. Helens won the league by 16 points and the voting took place in August. So if the voting had taken place 
about 10 pm on Friday night, Watto wins it by a country mile. Mm. Um, but in August, St. Helens are 16 points clear. We aren't, we've not won at Wigan, we haven't beat Castleford, yep. the playoffs out underway. So, yeah, it's reasonable. What do you think, Parley, in, in the same boat there, or do you think Rob, Watto was um, robbed? No, I, th- I think Justin Albert's done a great, a great job at St. Helens. I mean, if you go back to Kieran Cunningham, who's in charge with him, I mean, he had quite an embarrassment of riches there and, and couldn't manage it. He's brought a lot of young players on as well, Justin Albert, so he deserves a lot of credit. And like Paul says, to finish 16 points clear, they've only lost three games all season. So I think it would be unfair. I think you could have had a case for both of them. I think Watto's done a fantastic job. And we all talk about Hastings and, and the other guys in the side, but Watson, to me, is the jewel in the crown. He's the guy who makes things tick. He's, he's the guy who, who brings these players in and gets the best out of them. And it's the attitude of some of the players as well. He brings guys in with the right attitude, and that's why we've got such a, such a team ethic this season. Obviously, the Super League Grand Final, many different factors in, in the build-up of that. Um, for me, obviously, what oh, didn't win Coach of the Year, but the way this game's set up, you've got Coach of the Year v Player of the Year. Is that is that a fact? Do you think that's a factor in Super League's thinking? Or is that just me being a conspiracy theorist? That is you being a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> look, look. If, if if you wanna if you wanna really if you look at it points per pound note spent, mm. then 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 Salford by a country mile in every department you wanna look at it. Um Watto definitely. I just think sixteen points is a record yeah. for for winning the, the, the league title. It's a fair play. And it's just it's just a gong. It's not about individual honours anyway, they'll all tell you that. The big one comes on Saturday, and obviously looking forward. So, how, how proud are you? Obviously, you know your local club. You know the, the man sort of running this show. It must be a you know a magical moment for you. It's, it's just same as you guys. I'm just you know that we spoke before, guys. I'm just a geek supporter at the end of the day, and that makes it really difficult for me because you, sometimes you have to make commercial decisions, um, and I don't want to. And sometimes I'll, I'll be honest. Sometimes Bleezy's the grown up in the room. Yeah, because I'm going. Yeah, sign him, sign him, sign him. And going, uh, <laughs> are we sure we got that? What kind of money, Paul? No, but we'll find it. <laughs> How, how are we going to find it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sell something. We'll sell something. And it is. It's, we'll sell the stadium. We don't own the stadium. Eh, well, we'll ask for forgiveness later. We'll, we'll find a way. And it, there's a little bit of that goes on. There's, there's, there's some of the people we've talked about are fantastical, um, but we just can't go there. So we've got we've got we've got to do it a slightly different way. Mm. You know? So sometimes it's nice to have um, someone who, who isn't a geek fan like Bleezy in the room. He's, he's, he's quite the professional guy. Whereas I'm just. I get carried away. If I'm talking about spreadsheets and cash flow and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of tedious stuff, but I'm okay in that environment. Yeah. As soon as they start talking to me about recruitment, I just I just go all wobbly at the, at the seams. Well, don't we all? <laughs> Ridiculous. They shouldn't even let me in the meetings, to be fair. I think they'll, they'll probably ban me moving forward. <laughs> yeah, so I suppose it's a, a dream for us, isn't it? You know, we're, we're, we're at Old Trafford, Paul, and, you know, we've got players there who are, you know, believing they can go and win it, and, you know, we as fans believe as well, and it's, well, hopefully the people of Salford, like you say, We've gone out and bought the tickets, 14,000 tickets so far. It's, it's an amazing moment for everybody. Oh, it's, it's going to be absolutely balanced. You've only got to go back to the, the, the Wigan game on Friday night, the, the last try where uh, where Lee Mossop went over. I was in the away end there and never experienced anything like that before. The roar that went up. I watched it on the Super League show last night and it was like there was about 40,000 people in there. It was like the sort of the Copper Liverpool, can I say that? Can or the Shretford End at Man United. I'll cut it out. It was, it was like, that, like that sort of noise. It was deafening, and uh, you know, to be part of that, I think it's really special. And the club's growing now, and it's a really, really exciting time to be a supporter. And you know, we, like Paul said, we've got to take advantage of this. I think as well. We, are, you know, commercially on the back of this for next season, sell season tickets, and hopefully, you know, the first game of the season we're at home, we get a huge crowd for that as well. But you know, really focused for Saturday. Yeah, it brought me to tears. The, the Wigan game. It was a. Spine tingling, spine tingling moment. Well, I was nearly crying at the end as well doing that video. <laughs> I, I saw that commentary bit that you did, did on you? Moose's track. Was that live? It was, yeah. So you were actually crying. Yeah, it was <laughs> real tears, real happy tears, but, but we're real. But uh, yeah, 
so looking forward to Saturday. You know, good luck moving, you know, for the game, Paul. Everyone down the club, it's going to be an amazing moment for everyone. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. I'm, it um, on Saturday, I've, I've got my, my big brother with me, uh, my son, uh, my nephew, and, and, and Womble and Flem, who are two guys that I've known since I was like 11 year old. Uh, so they're going to be sat around me for when I burst into tears, probably as Salford walk out of the tunnel like, like a gibbering idiot. But it's just, I'm just really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to having a couple of beers after it with the guys uh, and, and celebrating the W, definitely. Yeah, so good luck, Salford the Devils, in the grand final Old Trafford on Saturday. Next up on the Sports Zone, we're talking football. Yeah, 